Welcome to the King's Chapel Alaska podcast. From wherever you are listening, we are so excited that you tuned in today. Let's prepare our hearts to hear from God's Word. Romans chapter 8. Thank you, Minister Gill. Find verse uh, 5, and we'll read just a few verses, just three verses. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, For it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. So then, those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for your word that's a lamp unto our feet and a light upon our path. I pray you would move in tremendous power in the moments that remain tonight. In the name of Jesus, amen. You may be seated. There's uh, an article Uh, written by Dr. Caroline Leaf. In fact, there's a book out. I've mentioned it before. A Christian neuroscientist. And what's fascinating is some of her findings, which I want to share with you for a moment, and then take a look at this text. More than 70, some of her findings, more than 75% of illness that plague people today are results of their thought life. These are scientific studies. 75% of illness. Let that sink in for just a moment. More than 75% of illnesses today has been tied to people's thought life. I I mean, there's no way for me to substantiate that, but it is an interesting fact. If, in fact, it's true. You say, well, I don't know about that. I I don't know about that either, but, but fascinating. Even if it was 50%. I would say, I don't want that 50%. Somebody say amen. When you you understand that physical structures, thoughts, thoughts become physical structures in your mind. That's what they're finding. They're finding that the way that you think sets up in the mind. The actual, the the mind is not you. It's It's like the... The, the, the mind is more like a computer. How many of you, the computer has code that a programmer wrote, right? So your mind is like a computer. It's not you. You're not your mind. You're your spirit. And, and, you, and you have a body, and, and you have a soul, or your mind and your emotions is your soul, the computer, if you will. What most believers don't do is they don't learn to live from their spirit and renew their mind. And they don't, they don't learn to, to, to take their thoughts captive. And as a result, their thinking, all of thinking, creates neurological patterns. When you allow for a thought process, it gets hardwired into your mind. So now if you're thinking on negative things all the time, you're being hardwired. You're being programmed for failure. In fact, they've shown that negative thoughts cause a decrease of the brain's activity and health. 
This is nothing new because you see it right in the text. And, uh, of course, in Romans, Romans uh, 12, don't conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Thoughts become physical structures in, in your brain. So when we think negatively, it's actually you're disrupting the natural uh, electrochemical flow of the brain. When you think positively, it's like bringing fresh oxygen to your brain. Now, but it's, it's more than thinking positively for the Christian. When you learn to think God's word, it actually releases the life of God into your thinking, which of course brings life. Many people do not have the life and life abundant that God's intended for them because they do not allow for their mind, their brain, their thinking to be reprogrammed according to Scripture. And so as a result, their minds are limited or handicapped by their own negative thinking and all the words and things they heard maybe from their, their parents, well-meaning as they might have been, said things like, children are supposed to be seen and not heard. Can't you be like your brother? Can't you be like your sister? You're just like your mother's side of the family. All the negative things that maybe you heard when you grew up. God wants us to, to walk in truth. Let, let, me, let me say it this way. We live from what we've grown. As a man thinks, so he is. You live, you're living in what you've grown. What do you mean by that? What you're allowing to be in your thought life, day in, day out, year in, year out, what you allow to be hardwired into your mind, is what, is what you will live. So if you think of yourself as a loser, then you will act like one. No matter what scripture says that we're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, that you can do all things through, through Christ who strengthens us. Come on, all of the wonderful promises of God's word, if you don't learn to think those and make them yours, then actually you begin to think something other than that and even a lie. A stronghold is a mindset that's impregnated with hopelessness, a set way of thinking that's contrary to God's word. So you have to learn to take every thought captive, 2 Corinthians 10, verse 3 through 6, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty to God of the pulling down of strongholds. We take every thought captive and make it obedient. Now I'm paraphrasing. Every high and lofty thought, every pretension that's raised up against the knowledge of God. When you have th thoughts thought patterns, a thought life that's, uh, that's contrary to what God's word is, it sets you up for failure. It sets you up to be destroyed. It sets you up to live beneath your God-given, blood-bought right. And most people never learn the word. They never memorize the word. They never really grow to become all that God's intended, but not here in Alaska. I believe God's raising up some people. They're going to renew their minds and walk in truth and walk in power and authority. Come on, can you say Hallelujah. So you're living from, from what you've grown. What thoughts? What are you thinking? What is going through your mind? What do you allow? What are you, what are you meditating on? There are many people that just wring their hands and worry all day. That's not God's plan for you. Come on, you, you, by worrying, can you add one cubit to your stature? That's a cubit from your elbow to your hand. Can you add that much? In, can you grow that much by worrying about it? No. No, you can't. Your heavenly father knows when a sparrow falls in the forest. He knows every hair on your head or the lack thereof, Minister Gill.
Worry doesn't help you go anywhere in God. We have to learn to think differently. We have to learn to think the thoughts that God has towards us. In fact, he spoke to me quite a while ago and, and said this to me. Son, you can't afford to have thoughts in your head that I don't have towards you. What you think about God and what you think about yourself in him will determine whether you're going to be a spiritual athlete to overcome and be more than a conqueror will determine whether you fulfill the plan of God for your life or you don't. You live from what you've grown. We're not wired to be plagued with anxiety and fear and depression. Those are part of the minions of darkness that come to steal, kill, and destroy. There was a time in my life when I yielded to fear and anxiety. I don't do that anymore. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and sound mind, 2 Timothy 1.7. You've got to replace toxic thoughts with healthy thoughts. In fact, let me take a step further. You have to replace lies with truth. Truth is found in God's word. My, my, my. This text is, uh, is profound. I have a brief re- review here of Romans 8, if I can. Um, and I would say, you know, Romans 8 would be a great chapter to memorize. And um, there's so much here. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. There's, there's three laws at work. It's the law of sin and death, number one. Number two, the law. And number three, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. And as a believer, as someone who's made a decision to live for Jesus Christ, who's repented of their sin and received him, been born again, God has given you the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. So it will help you overcome the law of, 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 of sin and death. And, and even the Torah, the, the law itself. Come on, God has given us his word. He's made us alive. We've been made righteous. And, we're, and we're, we're designed to live according to the spirit, not according to the flesh. And life here is described as where you set your mind. Life is described in this text we read of where you set your mind. So what are you thinking? What are you thinking? The mind governed by the flesh is death. So fleshly people are basically zombies. If you're, if you're meditating, thinking on, and sowing into the flesh, then you're basically the living dead. But that's not God's plan. It's the, the spirit people who live according to the spirit. Who have life and peace. I don't know about you. But I'm, I, I'm walking in life and peace, and I'm going to continue to do that. Does anybody want to have life and peace throughout their whole life? Then guess what you need to do? You need to walk according to the Spirit. You need to not have a mind that, sta- that stayed on the flesh. It says in Isaiah that him whose mind is stayed on him, he keeps it perfect peace. I have been acutely aware that garbage in, garbage out. What are you listening to? What's before your eyes? What are you meditating on? 
And if you constantly listen to flesh and feed your flesh, then you're just going to have the, 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 the living dead. You're going to be a zombie. You'll, have, you'll just have flesh. You know, it's interesting for me. Um, I listen to a lot of music, but I listen to mostly Christian music. And uh, many times, that which I'm listening to, I wake up in the morning with that song on my heart. I always wake up with the song on my heart, but I've noticed something, that there are times when I've listened to music that was not, not Christian. I'm not talking like, you know, vile music, but, but it's, not, it's, it's not a spirit-filled type music, you know what I mean? Something I listened to on Spotify when I was working out or whatever, and then it just got, it just got into my head. And when I wake up and I feel that rhythm's going through, going through my heart, I'm like, I don't like that. Because I want my heart to be a harp before the Lord. I want to, I want to be filled with his worship. And I mean, and there's nothing else that satisfies and pleases like that. I don't want to be a zombie. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm not going to be a zombie. What about you? You can be a zombie? Paul describes the mind of sinful man. It says enmity is the text that we read. The mind of sinful man is hostile to God. So if you're constantly sowing to the flesh, and listen, there's good things that are not God things. And, and you, can, you can sow to good things and it actually doesn't build up your spirit, man, and it doesn't cause you to be strengthened with might in your inner being, doesn't cause you to learn to think the thoughts of God and actually causes you to grow thoughts that are even contrary to Him. He describes the mind of sinful man as it's hostile to God. And NIV says it does not submit to God's law. Says it, the, the, hot, the sinful mind, the mind of sinful man cannot please God. So God's speaking to us very simply. Very simply. What are you thinking? What are you growing? What's going through the beautiful head of yours? You can't afford to have a thought in your head that God doesn't have towards you. And many people think thoughts that are an enmity, they're hostile toward God. They're, they're filled with fear. They're filled with anxiety. That's not God's plan for you. Illness and sickness is not for you. But some of you have sick thinking, stinking thinking. So what are you going to do about that? He's raised me up and brought me here. Get all up in your grill to tell you, change your thinking. Change your thinking. This week, this week, I want you to fast negativity. I have all kinds of people like, I'm going to fast. I'm going to do a water fast. I'm going to do an absolute fast. How about fast all negativity? Try that. Try fasting a carnal mindset. You can focus on the flesh or you can focus on the fruit of the Spirit. Last scripture. Prudhoe Bay online. What's up, Prudhoe? Romans 12. What a simple, profound word. I urge you, 
brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship or your reasonable act of worship. Verse 2, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed. The Greek is metamorpho. I've shared it so many times before, but it might be new for you. Metamorphosis is a process that I learned in 10th grade biology class. It's a process that uh, an insect goes through being transformed into a, basically a whole other creature. A caterpillar goes through metamorphosis and becomes a butterfly. This is the Greek word, be transformed. You will never be able to move beyond the thoughts that you have. The thoughts that you have in your heart, the thoughts that you have about you, about God, about your future, are absolutely right no matter what you're thinking. Did you catch that? In other words, if you think yourself a loser, you might as well go get a dunce cap and sit in the corner. That's not God's will. That's not what God's word says. But if you learn what God's word says and you begin to think that, then you'll become a spiritual athlete. You will be Euro-stepping and slam-dunking all the way. Be transformed. Be changed. Change the way you think, and you will change your life. The battle is on for your mind. The battle is on for America, and the battle takes place over thoughts and ideas. It's so important that you teach your children, most of which go to public school. You need to teach them at home. You need to teach them to discern. You need to teach them to take every thought captive and speak life. You need to teach them to program their mind by the word of God, not conformed any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed, be changed from a worm to a butterfly. Be changed. Meruposa. That's Spanish, right? Huh? No, Meruposa's butterfly. It's not caterpillar. Anyway. Come on, lift your hands to heaven. Say, Lord, make me a mariposa. <laughs> you don't have to say that. It's okay. Say, Lord, help me to transform my thinking. Help me to take every thought captive. Say it. Lord, help me to take every thought captive. Say, Lord, help me not to have any high and lofty thought that's against your word. Help me to be transformed by the renewing of my mind. Amen. Let me close and say, how do you renew your mind? It's pretty simple. You learn the, pre, you learn the word of God, precept upon precept. You, you, you learn the word. You memorize the word in every area of your life. And I love what Philippians said. It was so simple uh, how many of you know Philippians? Wonderful book. Whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are noble, whatsoever things are praiseworthy, think or admirable, think on these things. So a brother in Christ 30 years ago said to me, do you understand that? I'm like, uh, no. He said, okay. Whatsoever things are good. What are you thinking right now? Is it good? I'm like, you're kind of irritating me, but I guess, yeah. Yeah, good, it's good. Yeah, okay. So then you can allow that one to go by. 
It, what, what you're thinking, is it good? Is it, is it praiseworthy? Is it worthy of praise? Does it give God glory? Yeah. Is it honorable? I mean, it's like a checklist of a category of your thoughts. And as the thoughts come up and you feel like you want to hurt your neighbor, how many of you know? That's not good. How many of you know? <clears throat> okay, let's push that one aside. And you learn to take your thoughts. You Listen, your, your thought life, Learn to live from your spirit. I need glasses to read that. Communion, thanks. Learn to live from your spirit. You're a spirit with a body. Not a body with the spirit. You're a, you're a human being, not a human doing. You're, you're a, a, a spirit having a human experience. You're not a human having a spiritual experience. Think of things differently. You're going to live forever. This, this body, you get a glorified one later. The degree of the victory that you walk in is dependent upon whether you will be transformed or not. The degree of victory that you walk in is dependent upon the, your renewing of your mind and, and then abiding with Christ in that. You can't just, renewing of your mind also includes walking in step with the Spirit. Don't be the bride of Frankenstein. Be the bride of Christ. Don't let what Jesus has done be in vain. Receive that. Don't receive the the, the grace of God in vain, the text, Scripture says. Renew your mind. Ask God, expose anything in your thinking that grieves Him. Anything in your thinking that's a high, high and lofty thought. Well, that's impossible for me. I can never do that. What? Can you show me the chapter and verse where you can never do that? Can I see that? Would you like to quote that to me? What chapter and verse would that be? Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, because it doesn't exist. And so oftentimes we live in a place of handicap from what God's called us to because our thinking's not right. Change the way you think and you will change your life. Change the way you think about money Change the way you think about marriage. Change the way you think about your kids. Change the way you think about your nation. Change the way you think about your church. Whatever needs to be changed. If it's not good, pure, holy, noble, admirable, praiseworthy, if it doesn't fit in that category, that checklist, get rid of it and learn to think God's thoughts. And if you'll do that, you will walk in victory and fulfill more than you ever could have, could have imagined. In fact, exceedingly, abundantly, above, beyond all that we can ask or even think. The supernatural power of God will be released in your life. Don't limit God. Take the, take the choke hold off. Okay, so nobody in your family ever graduated from college. That doesn't mean you can't. Okay, so nobody in your family, you're going to all kinds of excuses. It's all bunk. It's all, it's all flesh, dead talk. Speak life. Declare life. Think different thoughts. Think thoughts that transform. Think the word. Can you say amen? Don't be hostile to God. Don't please God by thinking his thoughts. Amen. Ushers, would you come? We're going to go ahead and receive communion tonight. Wonderful. What a simple, wonderful word. You're living by what you've grown. I like that. What are you growing? 
hold the blind. Jesus, hold the blind. Acapella, hold the blind of Jesus. It washes white as Lift your voice and sing every voice. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood, the blood, the blood. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood, the blood, the blood. Oh, the blood of Jesus. It washes white. At the cross, at the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light and the burdens of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith I received my sight. And The blood, the blood, the blood. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. It washes Just the women of God, just the ladies in the house sing, oh, the blood, yes. You sound beautiful, ladies. Sing it. All the men of God sing all the blood. Yes. Oh, Come on, sing it in your man voice. Jesus, oh, the blood of Jesus, oh, the blood of Jesus, it washes. Every voice, those online, every boy and girl, man and woman, sing on the blood. Oh, Let him hear you down the street. you clap but it would stain the carpet 
on the night that Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and he broke it. And in likewise manner, he took the cup and he blessed it. He said, this is my body and my blood, which is broken and shed for you. As often as you do this, do this in remembrance of me. So tonight, God, we come before you once again and ask you to forgive us for where we've fallen short. Wrong thoughts, attitudes, motives, perhaps. Won't you, beloved, won't you repent and ask God to forgive you for your shortcomings? We all have them. God, forgive us. Thank you, it says in 1 John 1, 9 that you're faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We receive your cleansing. We receive healing because healing is the children's bread. It's a part of the kingdom and by your stripes we're healed. You are the Lord our God that healeth thee. So we receive your healing. We rededicate our lives to you afresh to not be people who have a mind that's at enmity, hostile towards you. Forgive us for where we've had thoughts that are hostile. Forgive us where we didn't renew our mind, where we worried, where we allowed anxiety to overtake us. Forgive us and help us, God, to take every thought captive because you won't move beyond what we can think or hope where faith would bring us. We don't want to handicap you. We don't want to have thoughts in our heads that are contrary to your plan. So forgive us and give us resolve by the power of your Holy Spirit and an act of our will to no longer yield to a spirit of fear, but to the power of the Holy Spirit that helps us to get a new, receive a new mind, a new heart, transformation, healing, blessing. Whatsoever things are pure, noble, holy, admirable, praiseworthy, we will think on these things. We receive your forgiveness, we receive your healing, and we declare your eminent return. In Jesus' name, Maranatha. Amen. Let's eat and drink together. Hallelujah. I hope you got encouraged. It's 7.03. Be safe on the roads out there as you drive home. It's pretty slick especially down at the entrance of our church. It just has a tendency to slide you right out on. It's best to use this back, uh, back exit if you can. I think there's some ice right there, so please be careful. We love you. Let me bless you, Father. Thank you. Release your healing, your blessing, your power upon each and every one of those online. I pray, oh God, bless your people. Cause your face to shine upon us. Lift up your countenance towards us, Lord. Be gracious to us. Keep us. And give us peace in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. We love you. We'll see you this week. Thank you for joining today's podcast. If God is impacting your life through this ministry, you can partner with us and give at kcalaska.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our channel and enjoy more messages like this one.